0: Good morning, it's December 1st, 2020, and I thought I'd talk about the desert solstice. Just saw this Instagram the other day, Ron Camille, Camille Heron, of course. She says, it's feel good to recharge the battery after such a long and wild year. And she says, I've decided to end the year with my win at the JFK 50 miler, so no desert solstice, which I'm very, very grateful for. I'm looking forward to 2021, remaining optimistic for Western states. Can happen. I'm fully committed to being at my best for it. So it sounds like she's ending out the year, so it won't be any Desert Solstice, which I think is an excellent idea. She was at the uh, Three Days of the Fair back in September, going for the 48 hour record, uh, stopped early because of some injury issues. And then she went on and ran the uh, Havelina and stopped there around 70 miles. So really great to see her running JFK and winning the John F. Kennedy 50 miler, one of the oldest trail races around Trail Ultras. And of course she's won camp comrades and so it'll be great to see her on the line at Western States hopefully they'll have Western States and I think in fact they're gonna have uh, some sort of lottery coming up not really sure what the rules are with that so it looks like she's shutting down for the year and gonna focus on training and I think that's an excellent idea um, I was lucky enough to see Camille break that world record back in 2018 at Desert Solstice and so this year's Desert Solstice should be a good one with Zach Bitter going for a 24-hour record. He's always gone there and run 100 miles in 12 hours and kind of stopped after that. But I've been watching his Instagram and he's definitely looking to go big and put in some big numbers. Definitely think has a shot at the United States record for sure. Speaking of Zach Bitter, you should definitely follow him on Instagram along with Camille. And Zach's been documenting his training. He's been doing two-a-days lately. And he's also been doing some live or, I guess, video stuff on Instagram. And I just recently watched... His uh, one where someone asked him what his goals were for Desert Solstice, which will be next weekend, next Saturday, December 12th. And he says he likes to have tier goals more than A, B, and C goals. And obviously, like I said, I've been at races. I was at the Dome where he set records. I've been at Desert Solstice and watched him. I've had him beat me in a 12-hour race by 52 miles, and I came in third. But, of course, he ran like 97 miles, and I did 43 miles or something like that. That's not the math, right? I did 43, and he did... 95 but um, So he's never gone the whole 24 Hours even though he's been in many 24 hour races He gets that 12 hour 100 mile Record keeps going until 12 hours And that's why he's got the world records on that Um, He ran that phenomenal uh, Treadmill 100 recently This past summer in Phoenix Arizona even though he's inside it was definitely warm in his house he had the two treadmills going he had his wife Nikki helping him and also commentating with Sally McRae and Maggie Guterol and Courtney DeWalter and then Burke Kreischer came and that was pretty outstanding watching all that I'm sure the desert solstice Jamil will do a fine job with his coverage you can hear Molly want me to pet her here my Molly the Pug Um, so anyways um, Zach was talking about and there she is doing her cameo, she has to have in every time. Um, Zach was talking about his goals. And of course his first goal, he said, barring any sort of injury that might put him out for a while, he wants to do the entire 24 hours. So he said, you know, if that means going 18 miles, 18 miles, 18 hours blowing up and having to walk the last six, he wants to do that for the experience. It would have been nice to see him kill and do that. Um, or, you know, maybe he goes 18 hours, walks for two hours and then comes back to life. And, you know, it's famously when I was there watching uh, Courtney DeWalter, you know, she went out, ran hard, and then had some times when she sat for a while. And, you know, famously had the uh, beer and tacos from Taco Bell. So, um, his, so that's a good, noble goal. Keep going for the whole 24 hours. His A goal, of course, would be trying to shot. He says his A goal is to try and get 180 miles, which I guess is 8-minute pace for him. Uh, for anyone that is and you know, of course the world records 188 and that's seven and a half minute pace says he's gonna go after that and then just see how things go So I think getting over 180 would be pretty phenomenal It would definitely be an American record which he talks about Mike Morton owning the record at 172 And he feels that Mike, you know, Morton phenomenal athlete thinks that he definitely could have went more if he'd gone after this a few more times Mike Morton was really great disappeared for a while and then came back and won bad water and set these records. So that's a 172. I definitely think uh, Zach, as long as he's barring any kind of, you know, structural injury, I think he should get over that and break that record, which has been around for quite some time. So it should be interesting. I highly recommend, like I said, check out Zach's Instagram. I don't believe he has a YouTube page. And so that's Zach's preparation. And I'll talk about the other athletes coming in the next segment. Now, the Desert Solstice is an elite 24-hour race. It's been going on since 2010. Aravipa started it. It's at a high school. It's kind of in the downtown Phoenix area. Nice all-weather track. Pretty well-lit. And uh, they uh, just limit the field to uh, 20, 25 athletes. You have to hit a certain... Uh, mileage requirement and then back in 2014 one of the athletes that I coached and worked with Stacey Costa Did 130 mile 31 miles or so at the dome in Alaska when Zach also broke some records there And so she got invited and so I went and crewed her at that 2014 race And that 2014 race was kind of the um, uh, Great one for the women John cash won it with a hundred and fifty four miles but um Caitlin Nagyji was one fifty one and Tracy Fabo was one forty seven for fourth place, so they took third and fourth of course they went on and helped the American women win the uh, united the world title in the twenty four hour race and uh, they're still going strong. My runner Stacy she wasn't having the greatest day, but I kept telling her hey it's a twenty four hour race keep going and so probably at 100 miles she was probably in you know, 20th or so and then she just kept moving and she ended up getting sixth overall so congratulations to her she ended up doing 126 miles just in front of dave proctor who everyone's familiar with the backyard ultras and uh, his attempts at six days so that year was a great year to go to the race um it was the first time i had been to it, like an elite 24-hour race i'd run a few of them myself um but um Uh, Excuse me there. Yeah, in fact, uh, Dave Proctor was the winner at 1421 in the 100. They do give an official 100-mile split. Got the three timers there. They have it all marked off, so it's really nice. And um, Caitlin Nagy was uh, 1458. And um, I remember... um, yeah, I don't even hear. see her. See, yeah, Stacy was tenth to the hundred. I guess not twentieth. I thought there was twenty sixteen people made it to a hundred, so some people dropped out, did fifty k's or fifty milers. So it was an interesting race. Um, one of the things that was also interesting was the first year. This was twenty fourteen. Uh, that I saw Courtney DeWalter in the race. I'd heard about her. She showed up, ran really strong, had the famous baggy shorts like myself, so really loved that, and uh, she was motoring along pretty good. She ended up doing the 100 that day and was 16-17 for that race. So then I didn't go to the race, but obviously followed her for a few years, and the next time I was at the race was in 2018 when Camille Heron won the event. When I went to the first desert solstice, I'd been to the cross two years earlier that year, and so I knew it got cold in Phoenix, but man, you still forget how cold it is. Of course, on Dece- early December, it's not as cold as the end of December, but I remember in the late night, and early morning, frost on the field. And so when I returned in 2018, the weather conditions were a little better. Um, it ended up being a beautiful day, and there was a grazing great race. Of course, Camille uh, took the lead. Uh, Courtney was in the race. She had some issues and dropped out at 100K. And then Camille basically took the lead and just went after the world record. In fact, she was second behind Zach Bitter at the 100-mile split. And then she ended up doing 162 miles. Uh, What was amazing was the race for second through fifth place was very close. Jake Jackson, a Southern California runner, works for UPS, working man he was out there he'd done nanny go 24 but wasn't really on the radar you know he ended up running a phenomenal amount of miles he ended up doing 157 plus you know he ended up making our national team and helped our team win the gold at the 24-hour race uh, the world championships that is and then greg armstrong was at 155 nick curry was right behind him 155 there was only like oh my gosh 0.05 Point zero 0.05 to 0.036 So like seven, 70 meters separated the two of them kind of sounds like when I did that 48 hour race and I got third place male by uh, 60 meters and then Bob Hearn was 154 So you've got all those guys within like three miles of each other second third fourth and fifth and um, Nick is a phenomenal... Nick and Bob are both phenomenal runners and that Nick and Bob both are just the pacing kings. They just have such a steady pace throughout the entire race. Um, Nick is a curry, Jamil's brother. He used to be with Aravai, but now he's off on his own career. And he always runs phenomenally well at these things. And, of course, Bob Hurd's the mad scientist and he always has it dialed in. And he's had a pretty good year. He went to Val State and got second there. And then he went to the... Um, three days of the fair, and pulled off a, uh, broke some of his own national records in the 48 hour, and he's going to be at the a Solstice this year, um, so, oh yeah, and then uh, a great guy, Armstrong, he runs in sandals, so pretty phenomenal race there, and now we'll talk about what's coming up for this 2020. Um, they got the list on 20, uh, 2020 for Desert Solstice up on Ultra Sign up. Of course, like I said, Camille Heron is not going to run, but Zach Bitter, of course, is on the list. Also, we have Harvey Lewis, who this year broke the 30-year-old-plus FKT, bad water to the top of Mount Whitney, that Marshall Oreck had set years ago, of course, 30-plus years ago. So he will be there. He's always running great. He does the backyard ultras. He's been on USA 24 teams in the past. Um, Marissa Lisic Who won uh, the Desert Solstice women's division a year or two ago and then just blasted onto the scene this year and beat the 48-hour record that Tracy Falbo had set when she was at three days of the fair. That was a race where Camille was going for the records and then she stopped due to injury. So Marissa's going to be there. Be interesting to see how well she's recovered from that. Oliver LeBlanc's another person I've heard about. He owns the 48-hour record I believe for the United States. And then, of course, Jacob Jackson's going to be there. I expect to see big things from him. He's done some virtual races this year. But it's kind of stayed out of racing too much. And he's been training hard. And he's been training some specific workouts like Zach Bitter. So it should be interesting to see how he does. And then if you go down here, you got Nick Curry and Bob Hearn. Nick is, um, how old is Nick? Nick's 33. Bob is... 55 so bob will be eager to continue breaking some records now that he's 55 and of course him and him and nick are the great guys to be pacing so if you're trying to do that 150 160 mile range can't go wrong following them so i'm sure there'll be some last minute additions to the race like i said it's next weekend on december 12th i believe I'm terrible at dates, and uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of stuff on the social medias. It's 8 o'clock, desert, Phoenix, Arizona time. They don't use daylight savings, so it's an hour difference here than California. But I will definitely be following the race, and I'm sure there'll be some really good commentary. So, as always, stay healthy, be boring, not epic, except maybe on race day.